episode seven of the Rebrand Yourself After 30 podcast. We spoke about Britney Spears, and while Britney was not able to make the episode, Ali Goff, an attorney specializing in conservatorships, was able to make it. And we spoke about Britney Spears' life and the struggles she might go through and exactly what a conservatorship is. And if she was trying to rebuild or rebrand herself after 40, which she was approaching at the time of our recording, how would she do that and how could she get out of her conservatorship what exactly that was. Today I've got Alexandria Goff, or Ali. Ali is the founder of Goff Legal, a law firm focused on estate planning, probate, and estate administration matters. Frankly, that sounds a little scary. <laughs> I hope she's on my side if I ever need a lawyer. Uh, she's known for her in-depth knowledge and expertise with wills, trusts, durable powers of attorney, and conservatorships. And that's specific, that last one specifically, I want to chat with her. Uh, she was drawn to estate planning to help people protect their families and provide peace of mind so they can avoid the complications that come with it. And she has attorneys in Sacramento, Monterey, Truckee, if I'm pronouncing that right, San Diego, I know that one, to help with California estate planning. She's primarily California-based. Allie, thank you for being with me. Thanks so much for having me. Fantastic. I am I am glad to be talking with a lawyer in this context, not a scary one, uh, even even <laughs> one right. for uh, for your expertise. Uh, I specifically wanted to chat with you, and I kind of want to get right into it a little bit, about conservatorships. Now, that's – I don't think anyone had previously known what that word even means until recently. It's in the news with, with Britney Spears. Explain to me – not that I'm super knowledgeable about it, but what is a conservatorship? Yeah, so a conservatorship in California – they're called guardianships, by the way, in other states. So if you're hearing those words, you can – sometimes they're, they're the same. But in California, a conservatorship is a court-supervised process whereby someone takes over the financial and or medical decisions for someone who does not have capacity. Mm-hmm. In this case, we've got Britney Spears who was um, deemed not to have capacity and a conservatorship was, I said, placed on her or you know, instituted. Now, that conservatorship, I, I've, I'm familiar with it in the sense that I don't know if it was like a, a second aunt or something, but someone in my family had gone through this years ago and I heard it indirectly of, oh, you know, this person is 85, 90, you know, she's not all there. I understand that, right? Is that primarily, I, that's what I think of. I think that's primarily how it's used. Someone who's older doesn't, it's not with it anymore. Yes. Well, and then there's a couple of categories. So, right, it's people who have lost capacity to make decisions, which is oftentimes our elderly population who are suffering from symptoms of dementia or Alzheimer's or, you know, some sort of traumatic brain injury. And this is important. They don't have legal documents. A lot of times we don't need a conservatorship if someone has a power of attorney and a healthcare directive and a trust. Mm-hmm. So the, this process is often used for people who haven't done their planning or their documents are outdated or they don't have the right people there. There is one other category, though, which is adult disabled uh, children. So someone who has special needs and can't make decisions, their parents will often get a conservatorship over them when they turn 18 so that they can continue to make decisions for their kid who can't make great decisions. I actually have a cousin who has, I think, uh, well, he's got cerebral palsy, I know, pretty severe. And I believe my aunt, a different aunt, is, uh, I guess, his conservator or, you know, in charge. Yep, of exactly. Cons- yeah. Is it assuming like when when you are an attorney and, they, and have you ever been a conservator? Is that the proper name? Conservator? No. No, so okay. I don't act as conservator, okay. though it's possible. I actually represent the conservators. I'm the person ah. who gives the 
like Britney Spears' dad, right? If okay. he's the conservator, I would be giving him advice. Or on the other side, I'd be representing Britney and giving her advice. There's lawyers for people who are conserved and lawyers for people who are conservators. If you had to put a dollar – or not a dollar um, – a percentage on it, is it always or primarily or never like – family members who are in charge or would just a regular attorney be given power? Like why does, why does someone's father or sister, why would they get or not get, you know, the conservatorship? Yeah, that's a great question. So in California, the probate code has set out a list of priorities of who gets appointment. First is someone who's nominated. So if we have a healthcare directive that says, I want my best friend to be nominated, that's the first person we'll look to. And then if there's no healthcare directive, as I suspect, that Brittany probably didn't have any legal documents in place, then it would be in an order of priority. Usually it's parents or siblings, or, sorry, I think it's actually children mm. and parents. And then we've got, you know, siblings and then grandparents. There's this big priority list of who the court looks to first. If you could, now you're, you're in, isn't you're in San Diego directly? Where are you exactly? I'm in Rockland. I'm in Northern California. Rockland, Northern. Okay, uh, but you're still, I guess, more maybe more in line with with Hollywood than than I am here. I'm in uh, upstate New York as I speak with you. I don't know if you, you're very Hollywood, Al. You sound very Hollywood. Yes. Thank you. Right. Thank you so much. I've actually <laughs> appeared in front of the judge who is on this case in a totally unrelated ah, okay. matter. So. That's, that's my connection. So this was the, the reason. And actually, I had posted out to my social media and I said, hey, you know, does anyone know anything about conservatorships? And, and I had to kind of wait, 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 it's not for me. I promise. I promise. And then uh, an old <laughs> former associate of mine had recommended you. So explain to people, if you can, what you know about the Britney Spears case. All I know about it is what I read in the newspaper like 10 years ago. And then every year there's like another like – Access Hollywood update on it. But if someone who has no idea what's going on, obviously everyone knows who Britney Spears is. What happened 10, 15, whenever the year is, years ago? Yeah. So without being privy to the confidential portion of the case, of which I'm sure there's a lot, about 13 years ago, a conservatorship was established for, we will say, the quote unquote protection of Britney based on some of the things she had done. I think she'd shaved her head and I think she mm. might have attacked a car with a umbrella and why she did it and all of that. I have no idea. And I honestly didn't pay attention either. Right. That was really, I was like, Oh, that's crazy. And I moved on with my life. And essentially from then on, there's been all sorts of lawyers and all sorts of processes because the, the conservatorship process is usually one of, of protecting the conservatee. So someone has been managing her finances and making medical decisions for her for a long time. That was her dad. Um, and by the way, he got paid for that and his lawyer got paid and her lawyer got paid, but all of them from her estate. So her money has actually been funding this entire operation, um, which is pretty standard in these cases, which I think is some of the major outrage we have. They're like, how can you spend all of this money from a conservative's money when they can't even make decisions and everyone's getting paid except for them? So you can see how that. You know, people are a little out. That was there. something that jumped out to me. Now, I remember her shaving her head, but lots of, lots of, I know she wasn't a kid. I mean, she's like my age, but lots of kids shave their heads. Like, oh, she attacks them with an sure. umbrella. So I remember thinking at the time, like, is she, does she have a history of, of like violence with, with firearms as she like, you know, yelled at school children? Like, why would she be, like, I've probably done stupider stuff when I was a kid. I didn't get, you know, all my funds taken away from me. Do you see a reason why she right. specifically, like, oh, we're going to be in charge of you? Like, we think you're a threat? Is that the, the, the crux of it? 
Well, and I think it's actually, is she a threat to herself? You probably didn't have millions of dollars when you were making stupid decisions. I did not. Right? I did not. She, <laughs> <laughs> oh. she probably did, right? She had this huge musical empire that she started from when she was a, a really young kid. And so I think the really the risk is, is she going to be taken advantage of by other people? Is she going to harm herself? And so a lot of times, I mean, we look at that for the elderly population. It's, we look at, is someone, you know, handing out their social security number and their bank card to a stranger? Are they sending money off to a Nigerian prince? Yeah. Are they not taking medications that we know would help them? In Brittany's case, I think it was, I, I'm guessing, though I don't know this, is very money motivated. She had a lot of money and they probably wanted to protect it. So she didn't give it to the next boyfriend or spend it on drugs. Who knows, right? I don't have those, that information in my records. Yeah, it, it never. It, something always struck me as kind of fishy, and without knowing it, I'm I'm want to you know accuse lawyers and judges or whoever of being you know corrupt or something. I'm just you know talking you know out of thin air, but it just seemed like we don't want you to waste your money or give it to a boyfriend, so we're gonna let your father and his lawyers take charge of it, and we're gonna pay them. It just sounds like yeah. none of it makes it's sense so weird. to me. It doesn't. Well, and for for a conservatorship to be established, it is not a simple process. So it wasn't like they walked in one day and walked out with paperwork. When we file for conservatorship, we file um, a temporary petition to say we'd like to be in charge because there's an immediate harm Mm -hmm. and the court will either grant it or deny it. And then there's a general conservatorship, which usually involves lots of hearings. There's medical capacity declarations. So she has to be seen by a, you know, a neuropsychologist or her primary care physician that says, she literally can't make those decisions anymore, and this is appropriate. And then, but I don't know what, actually if there was a trial or not, conservatives are entitled to a trial. If they don't want a conservatorship, there might actually be a trial to find out if they're if it's appropriate or not. And I, I yeah. honestly, I, I, don't I don't remember anything happened. like that. But you know, well, she might she might not have objected 13 years ago. We certainly don't know her state of mind, and maybe. And this is my kind of thought, right? Mm-hmm. If we're going off off the cuff. My thought is maybe it was appropriate then, but maybe not now. It seems like she's got a lot more information and she has a lot more opinions and she's standing up for herself. When you can stand up for yourself to, you know, the level she did when she went on the record, mm. it seems like she maybe may, might have capacity now. Yeah. Is there, so there, there could be a lot more, you know, 13 years ago, there could be a lot more. Like we just see a news blur would say, you know, conservatorship appointed, but there could have been behind the scenes. There could have been, you know, well, she did this and this, like these, her father, whoever he's going to a judge and he's saying, look, she has a history of this. You know, it's just, Mm -hmm. we don't see all that stuff. Maybe. Yeah. These are the medications she's taking. We get, we don't get to see any of the medical information. Now her financial data is hidden too, probably because for, you know, privacy reasons. But um, there's a lot that we don't know that we all get to sit around and like, guess. well, I wonder if this is happening. And that's not to say the system is perfect. It certainly is not. And I think this has opened up a big conversation about conservatorships and whether they are in the best interest of the conservatives. Is the process fair to them? Is it too restrictive? There's, we're, the lawyers are having those conversations too. Now, she had said some things, and, and of course I don't expect you to know exact, exactly, but I'm curious on, on whether this is possible or not. Uh, if I'm wrong, correct me. She had said something to the effect of – and you, you had said that – her medical decisions are not hers, and she specifically mentioned having kids. She mentioned that she yeah. had um, um, an, an I, uh, uh, UD that she wanted to get removed, and who knows whether she's telling the truth or not. But is that something that could be possible where someone can say, you know what? 
I, you're such a threat to yourself or, or to a possible future child, we wouldn't allow you to get this done? I probably, the second one or the first one, if there's maybe like a medical condition or there she was such a high-risk pregnancy that it could kill her and she's not thinking through it. Mm. I suppose that does seem pretty far-fetched. I'm not that she's lying about it, but like that just seems that's extreme. Maybe extreme mm. is the word I'm thinking about. But I mean, honestly, there's sort of levels. When someone is, is conserved, we don't go, oh, you're conserved the end. It's like, well, you have you get to retain some rights and you don't get to keep other rights. And depending on the level of capacity determines the level of decision-making you still have. Um, so I wonder how much decision-making authority was taken away from her such that, that that's true. Let's pretend that's true because she said it was that they do have the authority to do that because we have, we have the authority actually to force medication mm. on people under certain circumstances mm. if they refuse to take it. I think this was the question that I yeah. kind of led with you. I, or maybe I typed my notes and I was like, how is this possible? She's going to be nearly 40 years old. She seems healthy. She seems, you know, she's moving around. She's working. She's done her concerts. She's having conversations. She's saying point blank, I don't want this. I am blah, blah, blah. How is a judge realistically saying, no, we still think you need to be under control of your dad who you're saying like, I'm, I'm just like kind of a loss for words. I'm literally like, how is this possible? Like my mouth hung open like a Looney Tunes character. Explain that to me, how it could be possible and how maybe like the court is doing the right thing. Devil's advocate here. Well, so the court has a supervisory role, but actually it's her attorneys who are, are more in charge than the courts necessarily. The court makes a determination. Mm -hmm. But one of the things she said was, I want out and I don't want to be evaluated. But I honestly, that's not how the process works. The process works. You want out, you need to prove that you have capacity okay. that you, and that usually involves some evaluation. So if her attorneys put together a capacity declaration and a you know neurological evaluation that says, yep, she has capacity and they file a petition, right? We could have another trial if you want one, depending on all the parties. And then the judge would say, okay, yes or no, but she can't just walk into court and go, I don't want this. And they go, oh, granted, right? There has to be some sort of moving papers. And I think... I'm guessing that's what's coming next based on, based on her. I read the transcript. Yeah. Uh, or the, the summary transcript, which she said, she's like, I'm done. And I didn't realize this could be over and I want it over. And I bet you her lawyers are working on that to at least file a petition, whether it's granted or not. I think that's the part we don't get to know. We mm. don't know the secret stuff. Is like it, what's is, actually happening. Is it possible she legitimately like thought this was like forever? Like she's not, she just did like, Oh wait, oh, I sure. can stop this. You know, you know what I mean? It sounds like, well, lithium, whatever medication she was being given, uh -huh. Lord knows what her thought process was. Uh -huh. It seems like, and I, I watched a little bit of that documentary, it seems like she's been supervised in some capacity for her entire life. So that's what you know, jumps out alert. to me. That's, and, and you know, uh, I don't know her mental state. I mean, just because she looks physically healthy, she could have, you know, mental illness or something. But it, it seems like this woman has literally been like a, a servant for like the last 13 years. Yeah. And if she's been drugged up on stuff, again, it goes back to my question. How is this with no knowledge of this? I could be wrong, but how is this possible? But it seems like it's kind of all coming to a head. I think I just, I just literally read something today. Like one of her lawyers resigned uh, or you know, uh, one of someone on her team did something. <laughs> someone resigned and, you know, yeah. kind of in response well, to her, her statement. 
I, yeah, I think it is coming to a head. And and this, honestly, the biggest argument that she made, because she sort of rambled and was all over the place. Mm-hmm. And by the way, going in front of a judge is, is very nerve wracking, even for attorneys. So I think she did a great job. Mm-hmm. But what I saw, what I saw was like, she, she's making so much money. And if she has the capacity to direct choreography, to put on shows, to work day after day, after, after hour, hour, like you have to kind of think, doesn't she have capacity in some respect to make some decisions? I mean, that to me is like, I'm, I'm there with you. Like what the heck? How do you make that much money and not be in charge? Yeah. It seems like someone stands to make a lot of money. I don't know if it's her father from this going on. It's the lawyer. <laughs> the lawyer's and too. it's the father. Yep. Uh. Yep. And it's the, so the father's actually, I think he's a co-trustee with a private fiduciary. So they're making money too. And not the dog on fiduciaries, by the way, I represent them. Mm. I am a lawyer. I make my money, not all of my money, but I make a good amount of money doing conservatorship. It's not my favorite way to make it, but I'll tell you, it's because the court process is so um, intense and time consuming lawyers make a good amount of money on it. So I honestly, I think a lot of people are motivated by money, good or bad. I just think there's a lot of people who have a hand in this and, and are worried probably once she gets control, right? She cuts them all off. Yeah. And whatever yeah, she wants. Yeah. I was, I was once told that uh, no one wins in a lawsuit except for the lawyers. <laughs> the lawyers always win. <laughs> lawyers always I say win. that all the time to my clients. Uh-huh. I go, you all fight. I take your money. Yeah. You all get along. You can keep your money. You decide which. I don't care. That's good. I'll do either. <laughs> uh, Bessemer, Bessemer Trust. I'm looking at it right now. Bessemer Trust previously had filed a petition to be removed because it, it's, quote, relied on the representations of the parties that the ongoing conservatorship was voluntary. So Bessemer Trust is claiming that, wait, 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 we didn't know she didn't want this? Mm. That seems impossible for 10 years. I mean, or like, could it be like she did want it up until last month or something? Like, I'm so curious how this is going to play out. Well, so they don't talk to her. Probably. They talk to her attorney. There's all, okay. you remember there's all these yeah, people yeah. and then anyone has a lawyer and the lawyers talk to each other and they have phone calls, and conference calls. And so it is possible that they were informed, Hey, she's on board or at least wasn't objecting. She clearly now is objecting and has the right to do so. So oh. I have a feeling, yeah, they're, they're probably like, and we're out. We don't Hi- want to fight this fight. So Hypothetically. Think. And I'm not saying this has happened, but you know, her attorney or attorneys, whomever are making a truckload of money. And Bessemer Trust says, oh, we didn't know she didn't want this. Like, what if she told her attorney like five years ago, like, oh, I don't want this. And the attorney's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. What would happen to that attorney or, or the, that group of attorneys? Well, malpractice is one thing that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, you, but, but also, I want to say this. There's actually two different types of representation for conservatives. There are attorneys who represent the conservative or court-appointed counsel, and their job is to follow the wishes of their client, generally speaking. And then there's a guardian ad litem whose job is to act in their client's best interest, because sometimes they're not the same. Okay. So um, it might be that she, her lawyer kept saying, and what I think what I was reading was the lawyer kept saying to her, listen, if you fight this, they're going to make your life more miserable. The, this is going to go on the public. You're going to have to talk about all this stuff. And she said, yeah, it's not worth it. I'm not willing to do it. And now decided I'm done. I don't care about the consequences and is now willing to fight it. So it's possible that happened too. Before we go, you've talked a little bit about it. Um, and just to kind of flesh it out a little more, how does this end? You touched on it before, but like literally tomorrow or next week or next month, how does it, how does it end to the point where, 
we're literally saying free Britney. She's literally free 100%. Is that ever possible? Uh, and if so, what does she need to do to prove that? Yes, it is possible. She would need to prove that she has capacity or is restored, quote unquote, to capacity, which will involve a petition to you know, terminate the conservatorship. She can actually ask to have the estate terminated and or the person because there's two, right? There's the money and the medical. Mm. Um, and then there will likely be some sort of trial and then the judge will make a determination. And if it's granted... The termination, the conservatorship will be terminated and all of the people will no longer have the positions they have and she will have authority to do whatever the heck she wants. Gotcha. Gotcha. Alexandria Goff or Allie, since now we're BFFs, she's known for her in-depth <laughs> knowledge and expertise with wills, trusts, durable powers of attorney and conservatorships. And this was exactly what I was looking for. And I think all of my listeners were looking for as well. Allie, thank you so much for talking with me today. Thanks so much for having me. 